Today is a feedback. Right. I'm not going to stand on the cat, don't worry. Today is a feedback special. Mailbag. I'd rather you didn't talk about my mailbag. Very personal. I will have to go to the doctors about that. Anyway, today is a feedback special. Do not worry, I am not going to give you tinnitus. I'm not going to hold a microphone up to a speaker for today's dollop. That's not what it is. It's not a sort of an electroacoustic experimental dollop. Just in case you were getting a bit confused there, by feedback I mean I'm going to refer to your comments because you have been leaving comments and I haven't really been responding to them on the dollop. And that seems like a bit of a shame. I encourage interactivity on the dollop and so I've decided to read out some of your comments, comment on them myself, and award someone the coveted position, Dollopy of the Week. So if I am the dolloper, I suppose that makes you dollopies. I think that's probably the best way to go with this, but if anyone has any suggestions, then feel free to let me know of a better title or a better name for you people. And perhaps by doing that, you will become Dollopy of the Week. Although, if you do think of a better name, then you will not be Dollopy of the Week. You will be whatever name you have suggested. So, I mean, my goodness. There's a lot of excitement here. But basically, Dollopy of the Week will go to the person that I think has given the best comment. Now, you've left some wonderful comments. I'm going to read some of them out now. I'm just firing up the PC. <laughs> no one ever says that with a Windows computer, do they? No one ever says I'm firing up the PC. It's always firing up the Mac. Now, the amount of people, it's just so pretentious. People who have Macs, they don't just say, oh, I'm, going to, I'm just going to turn on the computer. Hey, we're going to brainstorm this, guys. I'm just going to fire up the Mac. Okay, so these are the comments that appeared last week. I'm not going to read all of them out, because otherwise it would just be a lot of people saying, glad you're back, David, glad the dollops are back, and this is not Steve Wright. Phil, in response to me saying in the dollop, a grope in the dark, where I was talking about my incident in the youth hostel, which involved me groping three men. Check that out if you missed that one. A grope in the dark. I did say that it was accidental groping, uh, but Phil says, Knowing you as I do, I doubt it was an accident. Now, I can't award you the position, Phil, of uh, Dollopy of the Week, because uh, that comment could be seen as slanderous. I'll take it as a jest, but at the same time, I do not want to be rewarding potential slander. And I think we'd be going down a slippery slope if I did start awarding mildly slanderous comments, Dollopy of the Week. So I'm not going to encourage that, but thank you very much for your comment. Nonetheless, it was, though, Phil, I must insist, a pure accidental groping. And apologies to those people who said that they would like me to have recorded the um, incident. I was trying to be quiet. The whole point of it, the reason I ended up groping three men, was because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. The whole point was that I was creeping around a youth hostel room in the dark. If I'd have started commentating on what I was doing, I mean, it's rather unnerving anyway if you're lying in bed and then someone gropes you. But, you know, I mean, they, fortunately they didn't wake up, the three men who I groped. But I think it would be even weirder if I sort of walked through and was like, oh, I'm just creeping up to a bed now. I'm just putting out my hand. I've just touched someone's leg. I think that might be... Uh... <laughs> Sarah, on the same dollop, a grope in the dark, says, David, you've set the bar high with this one. It's like an adult jackanory. An adult jackanory, maybe jack-off ori. Had us giggling at bedtime. Thank you, Sarah. I won't make you dollopy of the week, though, even though your comment is very welcome, because it is kind of a bit sort of on the praise side. And while I want people to type praise, I think it would be a little bit egotistical of me to just award dollopy of the week to the most praiseworthy commenter. So I'm not going to do that, but a wonderful comment nonetheless. <laughs> right. 
getting exciting, everybody. Who will be? People will be listening now going, oh, am I the dollop? I, I left a dollop comment. Am I dollopy of the week? Well, well, we'll keep reading and we'll find out. Diane commented on the dollop live from a fire-filled toilet in Hartlepool. This is when on our walking dollop with the family a couple of days ago in Hartlepool and we found a toilet on fire. And Diane says that must have been one hell of a curry the night before. Good comment, Diane. But unfortunately, it does not win the coveted prize of dollopy of the week. That goes to Elizabeth who comments on the same post, live from a fire-filled toilet in Hartlepool. She simply writes, Someone had a hot flush. Wonderful stuff, Elizabeth. You are dollopy of the week. Uh, I haven't actually got a prize for you, but there you go. That's wonderful stuff. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, someone who certainly isn't a fan of brevity is Emma Love, who has commented on every single dollop that I've done. Every single one this week. And it's always the same comment every single day. She's persistent. Every single dollop, she leaves the same comment. It's the longest dollop comment of them all. Hey, how's it going? I want to pass along some very important news that everybody needs to hear. In December of 2017, Donald Trump made history by recognising Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Why is this big news? Because by this, the Jewish people of Israel are able to press forward in bringing about the third temple prophesied by the Bible. The Jewish people deny Jesus as their Messiah and have stated that their Messiah has been identified and is waiting to be revealed. They say that this man will rule the world under a one-world religion called spiritualism. They even printed a coin to raise money with Donald Trump's face on the front with King Cyrus, who built the second temple behind him. On the back of the coin is an image. The Bible says this false messiah who seats himself in the third temple will be the Antichrist that will bring about the Great Tribulation. For the Jewish people believe he will bring about world peace. It will be a false peace for a period of time. You can watch Jewish rabbis in Israel speaking of these things. They have their plans set in place. It is only years away. The man who runs the world wants to to put an RFID microchip in our body, making us total slaves to them. This chip matches perfectly with the mark of the beast in the Bible. More specifically, Revelation 13, 16, 18. He calls us all both small and great. It should have been, he calls us all both great and small. I mean, you know, fair enough. The Revelation is making a serious point, but I don't. I think there's room in the book of Revelations for a bit of a rhyme. That's my only. That's always been my problem with the book of Revelations. I always thought it'd be better if it had a bit more of a sort of a rhyme scheme. He, so I'm going to change it. He calls us all both great and small. See, trips off the tongue a lot better, doesn't it? Rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of of the beast or her revelations or her that's one other problem i've had with the uh, revelations a little bit sexist to my liking a bit sexist and there's no rhyme scheme his number is 666 this could only be speaking of a cashless society which is something we are yet to see but are heading towards otherwise we could still buy and sell without the mark amongst others if physical money was still currency rfid microchip technology will be the future will be the future of a one world cashless society it will be implanted in the right hand or the forehead. And we cannot buy or sell without it. We must grow strong in Jesus at all costs. 
Oh, very good. Bit of play on words there. You're talking about money and currency. Very good. At all costs, do not take it. More revelation quotes now. Then, now, just in case you needed a bit more convincing, because some of you might be thinking, oh, I'm not sure about this. Well, Emma's thought of that. She's put a few more quotes and the revelations in here. So this is this. That I, I was like you. I was sceptical. But then I read this one. This one particularly got me. Then a third angel followed them, saying in a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives the mark on his forehead on the right hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels. I mean, it must be a bit weird if you're a holy angel. You know, what do you fancy doing today? Oh, I just thought I might play the harp. No, no, I'm afraid you're going to have to come and watch this man being tormented with fire and brimstone. Why do we have to watch that? I've never never been such a fan. I, I just enjoy playing the harp. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night. People have been saying the end is coming for many years. But we need two key things. One, the third temple. And two, the technology for a cashless society to fulfil the prophecy of the mark of the beast. Visit www.biblefreedom.com to see proof for these things. And much more. Oh my goodness, there's even more. Tell your friends and family. Share this message. Well, don't fear not, Emma. I've done that. Where we are. Now, I'm, I'm afraid, Emma, if you were looking to become Dollopy of the Week, then um, I'm afraid you're not going to. It was a bit long. I didn't quite understand it. I mean, I've warned people. I mean, you can't say fairer than that. But I can't make you Dollopy of the Week. If I end up being brought before the angels and the lamb and God's doing his old fire and brimstone shtick on me, making me drink the wine of wrath from his cup of indignation, and I'll say, what's this for? And you say, because you didn't make Emma love Dollopy of the Week. You should be ashamed of yourself. Then I shall rule the day. And I'm like, oh, no, but Elizabeth had a really good one about someone has a hot flush. And they go, yes, yes, I appreciate that was a good bit of wordplay. You know, she could have been the runner-up. You should have still made Emma love the uh, Dollopy of the Week. And I will rue the day if that happens. But for now, you are not Dollopy of the Week. That goes to Elizabeth. Well done, Elizabeth. But again, Emma Love, 10 out of 10 for effort. I can't fault you for that. I love the fact that she's, you know, it's quite a dark message. You know, it's quite long. It's quite detailed. It's quite dark. I like the fact that she starts it. Hey, how's it going? And then she really gets to it. Um, you know, you can, you can threaten someone with fire and brimstone. But, you know, be polite at the start. Be polite from the top. That's what I always say. Threaten someone with fire and brimstone by all means. But quote revelation prophecies to your heart's content. But just a little polite, hey, how's it going at the start? Goes a long way. Well done, Emma Love. Now, maybe thou art now read your dollar comment out. Maybe you can stop leaving it. Because every single time I am clicking Marcus Spam. Marcus Spam, by the way. Marcus Spam is, is, is the new dollop secretary. Um, who deals with all of the comments. A special hello to Marcus, um, who does a sterling effort dealing with all of those dollop comments. Keep the dollop comments coming, and who knows, maybe next week you can be dollopy of the week. What will this coming week bring in terms of dollops? Will there be two stories of two harrowing journeys to and from stand-up gigs? I think we'll probably get round to that this week, don't worry. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Until tomorrow, goodbye. Oh, I'm walking down the stairs here, and I can smell... The smell of cake. Another cake has been made. We're making chocolate avocado cake. Yeah. I say where is you who's been doing that. Yeah, uh, we all have our roles. We do. I read out prophecies from the book of Revelations. Oh, have you? Yes, thanks to Emma Love. She's warned us about the uh, the Jewish New World Order. Wow. And I thought, you know, this dollop is normally quite frivolous, but uh, no, now and again bring attention to these important matters. It can't be all frivolous. Oh, hang on a minute. Excellent. Your right hand.
Is that, the, is that the mark of the number of the beast? Oh, no, it's just a bit of icing. It's all right. I thought, my goodness, you had me worried for a second there, Ellie. I thought you were one of them. A bastion of the New World Order. There's one in my midst, ladies and gentlemen. Check the right hands and the foreheads of those close to you. And together we will bring down the Jewish World Order. <laughs> I don't think this might be quite... <laughs> Oh, well, everyone's sitting about. Well, exactly. Everyone's everyone's jumping on the anti-Semitism bandwagon at the moment, aren't they? So why not the David's Journey Digital Dollop as well? Mr. Pink, come over here. I want to check your paws for the mark of the beast. It doesn't say in the uh, comment that we should check for animals, but I I'm not taking any chances. 